It is Potaholics time. PowerWorks with Glenn Power from PowerWorks Automotive is here in the Epic Podcast Studio at the Rolf Hotel downtown Dubai. That's where we come to you from. We're going to talk about cars and more right here on the podcast. We've already set the world straight. I feel like we've already done the show. Yeah, yeah I just like dropped the mic. <laughs> yeah, nothing left to talk about. Driving in today, I got to say, people are getting crazy on the road. I don't know if How it's... How busy is it? How mentally busy is it out there? Yeah, I don't understand. Can't wait for Ramadan. <laughs> Just like, I like Ramadan anyway. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And, I, and I, I, think it, I think it helps. It's good sort of, it's a great time because yeah. obviously we're not necessarily participating in yeah. the whole fast and the prayer and yeah. everything else. It, it's yeah. not we're, something we're, we look, do. Neither of us are Muslim. Yeah. And but, so we're... But, we were experiencing Ramadan from a whole different perspective. We like a festival though, don't we? Yeah. You know, it's, and, and I like the whole, I like the feel of I it. Like I the like the fellowship. I just like the yeah, family. Yeah. I like, and, it, and I, I really feel bad for our, our friends who are, are Muslim and, and this is the holy month yeah. that is not the usual holy month. You know, you know yeah. the, the meals and the sharing and the tents and the not happening because well, of the pandemic second year in a row. Yeah. So let's hold. Yeah, I hope it's the last one. That's but exactly. yeah, it's really busy out there. Yeah. Like, it's a disaster driving. To, like I spent four hours in a car the day before yesterday yeah. because I took the girls to school, nursery, went to work. That yeah. was over an hour. And then I had to go back home and then back to work and then again back home at the end of the day. Yeah. And it was four hours in total. Yeah, I don't miss those days. Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't miss those days. Like, yeah, just, and, and it's, and then you hit traffic and well, this is the thing. The roads are like not up to it for the developments. You yeah. know, they're, they're so hard to keep up with the road building. Like they're knocking housing estates up now in a couple of months. Yeah. You know, and it's impossible to put the foundations in for a bridge for a flyover that needs to be yeah. there for a roundabout. Yeah. I mean, that's two years where the Etihad rails running in across parallel to the 611 now where we are i mean that's not they're not hanging around there those guys are whipping the flyover up like yeah. real quick and obviously that's a priority because that's a huge economic yeah piece of infrastructure right it's, it's gonna be fantastic i can't wait to see and hear these i well, miss that actually it's, it's gonna add oh man to the insert expletive here sort of thing you know yeah. it's, it's not um it's it's really difficult i mean then we've got the summer coming yeah. Hopefully, international travels back on and people are traveling safely and and, yeah, and can get out of there. Hope. But let's hope. I don't know. Last, I, like, I I'm thinking fall. I mean, I, I yeah, look, I think so. Yeah, end of the school year and and, yeah. and summer comes thinking, and I think it's just going to be a hang tight again till I, the, yeah till Christmas for for those that celebrate it or I, travel during yeah. that. I think we're gonna have flare ups right through the summer, and you know, and yeah, herd, herd immunity will start and more vaccines are happening, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think we're gonna be back in a comfortable position till at least the fall you know whatever that new normal is going to be yeah i think summer is going to be interesting and there's places i just you know i'm looking at numbers right now like let's take you know france well you know the hotel mr totel is in, on yeah. my mind right now but france i mean they had thirty thousand cases yesterday <laughs> france is a small place yeah. <laughs> Look at thirty thousand cases i'm talking to some folks and they're saying oh you know what down in in you know where i'm from in this part of france it's it's okay it's like dude it's not okay no no and you know <laughs> it's not okay yet. No. 
So, and I'm thinking everyone wants to go to, to Europe for the summer, especially if you're from, you know, it's, it's just a, a great place to be. I'm thinking this won't be that summer. Might well, take the chance, you know, it's. Yeah, just hang on. Hang on, exactly. Not a while longer. Yeah, and I mean, they've got all these, you've got all these events going on, you know, um, Super Bowl a few yeah. weeks ago. That was a 25% capacity in the stadium, which is yeah. a lot of people still yeah. going through turnstiles, still yeah. doing all the usual car park and tailgating yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I use the barometer for North America. Is the Canadian border and the American border still closed? Yeah. And they're talking maybe September. I'm going, what? Like, who's ever heard? You can't drive it. I mean, you can. Essential services and essential workers are, are crossing the border. But I'm used to being able to say, hey, let's go down to New York City for the weekend. And you just drive across the border and hit yeah. New York and come home. Yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah. Lake George, not even happening. That's like, this is huge, huge. Yeah, and we're if, a long way off yet. Yeah, I think. I think we got some time. Yeah. The The beauty of it being so busy this morning was I got to do some car shopping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. And actually, it's, in the, you know, te- you know, the temperatures are rising here in Dubai when I'm driving in my roofless Jeep without a jacket on today. So, you know, just, it was perfect temperature and this is with speed. So, you know, I'm doing hundred kilometers an hour and I don't feel like I need a jacket. So yeah, the wind over the last few days has cooled it down a little, hasn't it? it was yeah. A bit too it's been beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So it's not going to last. That's, that's the unfortunate side of things. The cars I saw this morning, one that really caught my attention and it, and, and it's just under, I think it's the understated vehicle in Toyota's saloon lineup is the Avalon. And I saw a new Avalon this morning and you know, put the pedal to the metal to keep up so I could keep looking at it. And it was just sweet looking. It really, you know, it, it, nothing special yet. And it was, it was kind of that, uh, off white egg shelly kind of thing, not yellow, but just beautiful, beautiful lines. I've always wondered about the Avalon, about how Lexus feel about it. Yeah. Because it's, as Lexus as it can be, really. It, well, that's the thing, because I was looking, I was going, is that a Lexus? And, yeah. it, and I think for me, what really made me look at it and and keep up with it was going, I don't want to own a Lexus. As much as I like it, it just has a negative thing in my head in that I see so many of them used as Uber vehicles and it's just good. Yeah, yeah. And the Avalon doesn't, it, it has the Lexus look, but not quite. It's still, it. I mean, I had to take a second look because I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. that's a, is that a new Camry? And then I realized, no, no, that's bigger than a Camry. That mm. no, that's the Avalon, and it's, it was, it's. I just think it's one of those perfect vehicles. And when you start looking at what it's, I mean, it's Toyota. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's got a great pedigree. Yeah, it's going to be reliable. Yeah, going to be you know, well appointed. And the, the, one of the problems with the, the, for me, one of the problems with the Japanese stuff, they're never really cutting edge. There's never any. Yeah. But the benefit of that is that by the time they've implemented some tech or a new system or whatever it may be, it's figured out and it's as good as it can be. But you never get one that's sort of cutting edge, which which kind of allowed me. <laughs> which which hold on a second. This is a piece that they've written in there. Oh no! <laughs> Just trying to enlarge here. What do they say? They 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 their tagline here is is exhilarating design meets cutting edge technology extreme for a new chapter in premium the avalon embodies dynamic luxury at its finest and it's very it's weird for me how lexus have sort of it, it just looks like the lexus doesn't it yeah yeah it's, it's so it's close the same i know they're the same car but you don't really get that with you know you don't 
That's very, very close. Yeah, no, it's so close, but it's just far enough away that it's not. And I, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at the interior of some of the, you know, the, 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 the way it, it, the futuristic design on the inside. And it just reminds me of a, a really, it reminds me of a four by four, just the leather appointment, the way it looks. I mean, I could easily see how you could get into your Land Cruiser and then get into your Avalon and away you go. Yeah, I mean, this, I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking they've really stretched the meaning of cutting edge here. <laughs> a 3.5 litre V6 engine. Well, that's hardly cutting edge, is it? 164,000 for the top of the line, the Avalon Limited with 3.5. And then you've got the SE version is 149. But again, it's it's a big engine. That's that's right up there with, it's that's that's knocking on the Maxima's door. Yeah. I mean, that's that's who they compete with anyway, but it's, it's a fast car. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know what the um, I mean it's 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 great for this region, big car. It's probably it's it's something that's too big to be found on the European shores, I think. Mm. But for here in North American markets, I think it's it's probably perfect. Yeah, because they say it's full size. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's big. I was still back in the old days where the the Caprice Classic was a full size car, and I'm looking at the Avalon, and every time I go to rent a car and I get something, they say this is full size. I go, no, no, a Lincoln's full size. Oh, this is yeah. this is not a Lincoln Town car. Yeah, what is wrong with this key? What is that? <laughs> you looking at the key fob? Oh no! Look at the rear AC vents. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm just got down at the bottom. There's a whole grid of pictures. I mean, this is fantastic audio content. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah here we are. Oh, we're on the Toyota. Oh, the Toyota, no. Toyota.ae, <laughs> but I'm imagining the Toyota.com. But look at those so, rear AC vents straight out of the taxi grade Camry. <laughs> It is, it's, 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 and, and the key fob. So the, the two things, uh, uh, and the sunglass holder. And yeah, exactly, so, yeah. So when I said it reminds me of a Camry, and in one sense it does, and it's 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 got all these, it's got this refined leather, it's got great, you know, the buttons, and it's got great boot space, and then what do they do? They literally have on your armrest, so imagine you're sitting in the back, on the armrest, there's the AC vents coming out at you, exactly like out of a Camry. All the contact points look a little bit, mm, just, no, that'll do. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is a it is a striking car. It looks... That like would turn it. me off right away if I got in. And I'm looking at all the buttons. I'm looking at all the tech. It looks great. I'm looking at the seats. And then I'd see that. It would maybe go, oh, really? Yeah. Like I'd weird. expect that in a Wrangler. Yeah, it looks better on the outside than it does on the inside from what I can see there. Yeah. But they're making a big deal about it, having adaptive cruise and lane change assist. So I don't know how that's cutting edge. But they won't go wrong on all the German stuff that it came out 10 years, 15, 20 years ago on that had the teething trouble with them. You know, you know what else they're really pushing? Heads up display. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. you, uh, Get that on a go-kart now. Oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, it's got the look. I, I guess it's it's like anything, right? If you if you own a Camry and you're thinking, you know what, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm in my mid-40s, late-40s, Time to move up to the next thing in the 65, line. Sixty-five, though, you're going to get yourself a pretty decent second-hand Land Cruiser for that. Yeah, so, aren't you? Mm. But do you need a Land Cruiser? That's the thing. I mean, you yeah, want one, but everybody needs one. Don't <laughs> you? Everybody needs one. Yeah. You got to get the kids to school somehow. So I'm doing the nursery drop-off yesterday, uh-huh. and there's um, in the Pajero. Yes, yeah. and there's a there's a very lucky and I'm sure appreciative uh, young child that gets dropped off by a parent, but in a driven vehicle, chauffeured there. And it's either a Navigator or a Cullinan. Uh Yesterday turned out to be the Cullinan. And 
there wasn't quite enough space to park the vehicle in the proper way, shall we say, against the curb right outside the gate. Yeah. But so they just nosed it in up over the curb and just touched up against the gate so nobody could get past and had to walk out into the road to get around and get in. <laughs> nice. So, um, you know. Well, the, 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 the verdict on the Avalon, just from taking a look, and is nice from the outside, inside uh, is okay, but they've still gone retro on a few things, like retro. the AC. Yeah, let's call it a retro effect. Yeah, okay. We could also say lazy and cheap. <laughs> I'm going with retro. Yeah, yeah. Because they want, no, they, it's by design. They want you to get in and, and reminisce about when you used to take that taxi in Dubai. I know what happened there. The Lexus guys were like, right, well, let them have the grill and the headlights, but they're not having the interior. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. They put up a fuss. Yeah. You know, they, they, they threw their toys out of the crib and said, no, you can't yeah. do it. So they said, okay, yeah. well, we can, we're going to have all this other stuff. <laughs> okay, no problem. That's how it went down. Second vehicle today that, that I, I was looking at, and, and I actually made me take a second look, was a uh, Tita. Tita mm -hmm. Saloon. Now, this is the Nissan Tito, and we, we came to the conclusion that uh, not selling so many of the Nissan Titas here, and I don't actually think they're making them anymore. What an unfortunate thing. The saloon actually was looking okay. So I, it was, you know, this is, it, it was a 1.8 liter engine. So I thought, well, okay, no, that's, that's pretty big. Big for a little car. That's yeah. what I thought. Uh, so it, it kind of looked nice and it was, you know, it was, it was kind of weird because usually when you see those Nissan Titas or, and, and other things, you kind of go hatchback, hatchback. <laughs> yeah. And this one had a full little trunk. I thought, okay, cool. And I mean, it, it was weird, but it, it was something I could see myself driving. Yeah. They're, they're sort of dirt cheap as well. Yeah. Uh, our neighbor had a red light ticket. So we had to get the... Yeah, instead of sending it to the impound, put the tracker on and leave it on his drive for 30 days and or pay 3,000 dirhams. Right. He didn't want to pay 3,000 dirhams because he can hire or uh, rent a, it was a Mitsubishi Atrage for 1,000 dirhams a month. Wow. That's nothing, that's, is it? No. And 1,000 plus of that. So that's what he did. And he was like, you know what? 1.5 litre engine, it's okay does the job he gets to and from his meetings as he needs to he can still get the kids in the back if he needs to because it was a, it was the uh, again it's a, this, a saloon one I mean they do look a little bit awkward with that boot just plonked it's, on the it's back it's kind of it. weird but it's I think that's what that yeah. kind of made it look neat yeah it's, again it's it's one of those things where it's totally utilitarian isn't it it's just do a job you need a car needs to be a certain price range this is the one for you and that sort of car isn't pretending to be anything else you know they're not they're not advertising it as cutting edge technology and daring design it's just you need a car yeah. it's not going to break down it's going to do what it does you can park it easy it's a low insurance group it's not going to use much fuel it's fine in terms of its environmental impact and it's not going to cost you much to rent or to buy i'm looking at these you know, 19,000 20,000 used for 2016 2017 yeah nice wheels yeah it's it's weird isn't it because like cars are so big or they, they there's a lot more of the european way of doing things happening here now a lot more smaller cars on the road than there are four by fours yeah relative to how it used to be say 10 years ago <laughs> 20 years ago when i moved here it was all four by fours you had to have a four by four yeah but at the same time you know 
it's still one of those where would you really give somebody who's just learned to pass uh, just learned to drive something small like that which is to me what that car's perfectly designed for mm, yeah. or a fleet yeah a fleet or, that I, I think you're right it's that first uh, first time driver you're yeah. going to be doing some driving around the city you're going to go from school to home school to home yeah. need something to get there do I want to get you in a you know a Camry or an Avalon? No. Do I want to get you a Maxima? No. I want to get you something that is it's going to get if it gets you know dinged up in the parking lot or yeah. whatever, easy to repair, cost effective, could replace it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, probably why there's so many of them around. It's like we've said before, just uh, doesn't pretend to be anything else. It's no. just we have a car that will get you to and from work or yeah. to and from school. One that caught my eye this morning though is the Ford Figo. Yeah, hatch the the sport hatch. Now I Ford, I, I I seem to have lost track of the Ford Figo in the last couple of years because the Ford Figo underwent a design change, and I'm looking at this Figo and I'm going, is that a Focus? And yeah, they rounded it off. It used to be really boxy. Yeah, I remember you tested one on the radio. I did, and it was it was that boxy thing. I loved it though. I mean, it was it was spectacular. Now I'm looking at it, and it's not a bad thing, but it is a logical relative of the Focus because it just looked like a small Focus to me. Yeah, and I'm just going, wow, that's sweet. What I mean, what a wonderful looking machine, and you know, it, it just shares so much of the design pedigree of of that Focus. You know, with the lines and everything, it's just really a smaller yeah, version of the, it. See the breed in it, yeah. But yeah. Then right down to the grill. I mean, it and and it was really that hatchback bit where it it sort of the the, the lines faded as it was coming off the back, and I just went, "Wow." Yeah, I don't think we we don't. I don't think we get it, uh, that in the UK. We get the Fiesta in the UK. Mm. I don't think we get that, but you can get. I think I've seen a couple of Fiestas here. They maybe have been imported. Yeah, they don't see. So many. I don't think you sell them here. But the, you know, again, I mean, you liked it when you had it, right? It's yeah, I, zips around town, no problem. Yeah. Parks really easily, and you're not always in the petrol station. Yeah, you use no fuel. That was the thing. And all the, and all the Ford stuff now, as with most of the European Focus vehicles, they're small engines, but they're turbocharged. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of power. You know, you're getting as much power out of that 1.5 turbo as you would out of a any muscle car from the 80s. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it's sure. it's it's just just the way things are going, and they now have started to make them look desirable. Whereas before well, yeah. they were just uh, people are going to buy it because of the cost rather than what it looks like. You know, you know what I feel? I mean, they've, they've played around with the interior. There's one thing that I still, I'm, I'm always surprised with cars. You get in, you, you ever use the 12 volt uh, power outlet in a car? No. Why do they keep putting them in? Like who is using those? Ridiculous. Uh, the, but every car I get into and this, this Ford Fiesta, this Ford Fiesta, the Ford Vigo, I'm looking at the inside of it. It's got two USB ports right up, you know, by the, the shifter. Great. And then it's got the 12 volt thing which could be used as a lighter as well. But who's using those? Like, why are they even there anymore? Ridiculous. I don't get it. No, I don't get it. And Nostalgia? every single charger that you put in, yeah. it blows the fuse. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, the amount of times, like, we'll, we'll do, like, a, a service on a car or whatever, and we'll say, oh, we changed the fuse for the 12-volt socket. Didn't know it wasn't working. Yeah. Because no one it. uses it. Because there's a USB port yeah. directly to put all phone chargers come with the USB cable, right? Yeah. And that's what originally what they were for. Yeah. Just phone charging and, and people that used to use the old TomTom or Garmin sat-navs that... Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You plug them in. But, you know... Yeah. 
I mean, we were talking about the Passat, right? I remember having a Passat in at VW. Of, uh, I'd not been there very long, maybe 2006 it was, on the current model at that time. And there was a 240-volt inverter fitted in the back <laughs> as standard. <laughs> really? From the factory. Wow. In case you want to run a fridge off it in yeah. a Passat. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Well, you could, yeah. you know, if I suppose, suppose it's a Passat, you could technically use it as a as a car to be chauffeured, and you could do your I blow dry your hair in the back, or yes, but it, yeah, yeah. Why? Why exactly? You know, just, why? Just, but, I mean, I, I'm all about obviously everything like this will wirelessly charge with the cover on it, right? So right. I'm all about that, you know. Then and I hired a, I think it was a, it was a Hyundai or a Kia when we were back in the UK a couple of years ago, and you just put your phone on the centre console. Yeah. And it's and it's rubber pad and it's sided so it doesn't slide around. It just charges, it charges. wirelessly. Imagine, that's all. That's the life. Get on with it. Yeah, do that. You know what? I was looking at this Figo today. You know what actually caught my attention above all things is, and I was starting to think about okay, inexpensive car. Yeah, but it looked rich, and you know it didn't look cheap. So I, you know, kind of fun because you no one wants to own an inexpensive car, and then you look at it and you just go, oh, that's a cheap cheap piece of steel that you got there. Yeah. And the first thing that came to my, that caught my eye, cause I was trying to figure out as I was driving beside it and they probably thought I was a stalker. <laughs> why is that car so attractive? And I realized it's the paint job. And I wonder if they hadn't put a couple extra coats of paint on it because it just had a richer texture in the paint. And I more luster. To yeah. The, more to luster. Color, yeah. And I don't know when you look at some of these very affordable cars, and you look at the paint job just, I mean, it's painted, but it doesn't have, it's not bold. It's, it doesn't have luster. It really looks like they've put two coats on or. Yeah. The Figos used to be like gray or green or yeah. like a, just a, a flat yeah. blue or something, weren't they? They were never like a nice deep yeah. color. And so they've, they've done that. They've started to, to yeah. put the range on it. And it's just like, wow, this is, this is nice. I kind of like it. Yeah. So little things. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's it's technically rolling something in glitter, isn't it? Yeah. But it makes a difference to what we were saying about the whole Skoda thing uh, a week ago, where it's image. Yeah. And Ford are in a good position because they don't have that necessarily. Mm. People yeah. know what they are. You know, they make yeah. a they do a GT forty, which very few of us are ever going to be able to buy, <laughs> and they do a they do a. a a silly Mustang and then you can go and get one Hennessy if you want if you want a thousand horsepower out of it and or you can go right through from a Figo all the way yeah. through and get yourself an F-150 yeah. so people know what they do and, and there's not that same oh I don't want to drive a Ford yeah, there, there was that time where Ford was a little, little bit like an Alpha. This is, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Well, yeah, <laughs> F-O-R-D, fix or repair yeah, daily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, and I'm thinking, that's Alfa Romeo. And Ford was, in, but Ford's not like that now. Yeah. I think they've, um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of partnership going on between Ford. There's Ford, Volvo, Mazda, yeah. Land Rover to a certain extent, all sort of doing similar things, working together. And, you know, I, th I think some of the cars don't make any sense to me. I've got no, <laughs> I, for no rhyme or like reason. What? Like I, what? I don't understand. I don't understand the Ford Edge ST. 
for the HST. Why do you I, need a sports version of the sort of mid-size I, SUV? I don't, I don't get the Edge at all. Anyway, it's like it wasn't my favorite vehicle to drive. That was that's what the Ford Edge was one of the vehicles, and and I it's just not just not to my taste. I mean, I got into it; it's functional. I didn't particularly love it. Mm. It was one of those vehicles I left in the driveway. Yeah. Drove for a day and said, you know what, you guys can come and pick it up anytime you want. I like the Explorer just because I like it. Yeah. And I think you're getting, effectively for me, from how it looks and how it goes and drives, you, you're almost getting yourself a Discovery yep. for half the price. Oh, there's no question in my mind. And, and I love I think, the Explorer. You know, I do like the Explorer. The 4x4 <laughs> works on it fine. They're well appointed. But, you know... The expedition's what it's all about. It's got mental. Let's get a big one. You get in the. You know, it's yeah. funny though. You look at the expedition, and it's 2021, and you get behind the expedition, and I'm always looking at it. I'm going the rear suspension. <laughs> why? It, it's almost like they've they've just bolted the body onto this chassis that hasn't really changed in a long time. Yeah. And I know it has, but the way it's lifted out of the shop, out of the, out of the factory floor, it's got the weirdest look from the back. I mean, it, I, I just don't get that Toyota. They, they kind of mask it a little bit with some trim Nissan, the same thing Ford. Yeah. But if you've got an expedition, you only ever seeing it from the front as you get in. That's <laughs> true. The you, back never, seat. you never go to the back. Be driven yeah. it. You're never going to see but, it from behind. But what a machine. I mean, yeah, it's, you could, <laughs> It's just, that's the way you want to go. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it right, yeah. yeah. I, I do like those those big American, unnecessarily big, like you get and you see the Denali, oh, and Yukon, you, XL. Yeah, if you're going to, if like, you, have you seen the new ones? I saw one the other day and it's just like, oh it's my. Like a limousine. It's beautiful. Huge. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just beautiful. And, and of course, if you're going to be getting a, a Yukon, got to get the, you got getting any of those GM products, you got to get the Denali version. Of course you have. It's like, it's it's like it's, you just want to be able to say, like, what are you driving? I'm driving the Denali yeah, out like, there. Like buying a 1.6 Golf. No. Yeah. GTI, just put a few more thousand down and get the GTI. And, and hey, look, you know, we love, we love the Nissans. We love the Toyotas. What does the secret service, the CID guys who are protecting the Royal families, what do they drive here? GM, yeah, yeah, they're all driving the Yukons. Yeah, yeah, we've all, you know, everyone's seen Home, them. We all watched Homeland, right? Yeah, they're all driving those. Driving the GMs. Yeah, yeah, everyone's driving them, and, and, it, and it's like, you know, oh yeah, okay, it's just sponsored on TV. Maybe it is, but you see those guys pull up at you here, and you see this big black Yukon coming we've up behind you. Then the guy on the motorway and seeing them going the other way with the lights yeah, on. And guys flashing the lights off the grill. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're, they're not doing that in the Toyota or the Nissan. They're yeah. doing that in the in the Yukon. You don't get the same. <laughs> finish or luxury doesn't matter what tour it is doesn't matter what yeah. and it's nothing against the cars no 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 you know, not it's at nothing all. against the cars we love them you get in a nissan patrol the door the leather doesn't fit on the door card yeah i don't understand it's that. like i don't understand pleated. That. <laughs> come on that's not there's no benefit to that at, at all you know yeah. they're costing you more on leather just make it fit yeah and um, you know i don't i don't get it there was somebody that came up with a reason for it yeah, trimmer had a day off. Yeah, exactly. about, oh man, we've got to make them all look like this now. Otherwise, they'll know it was a mistake. I don't yeah, know, but don't know. you don't get the same finish on the Japanese stuff as you do on the um, on the sort of the top end, like those those Yukons. I mean, the XL is a fantastically huge car. Yeah, it's just giant. unnecessary. It's yeah. so long, and yeah, it yeah. almost looks like it's a joke because it yeah. kind of it's going to stop. No, it's going to no, stop now. No. It's, no. And, it's, and then it's like, it's, well, the wheel's going. there, and then it's still not stopped. 
so. heavy as anything great in the desert yeah. but but, well, but hey you don't stop that's the no, thing but just keep going but you yeah. got to keep going but you just yeah. power through yeah, I mean, yeah. they're heavy they're big they're bold yeah and that's the, the perfect example don't stop yeah. don't stop I mean, they're doing nothing for the environment no nothing whatsoever no but you, the, the, there's a reason that they're used and that and i think oh, the, the the new ones are just right they've they've redone the body lines wow yeah wow yeah and and while ever they're making cars like that no matter what we say about the environment and people's people's opinions of it you cannot get that regardless of the impact if you take the environment out of it what that gmc yukon can do unfortunately you can't get it any other way yeah. at the moment until we've got clean electricity to charge electric vehicles there's no way of getting that yeah or hydrogen fuel cell I mean, hydrogen fuel cell in one of those things no problem well, could probably do it. but we're not there yet no there we go what's going on in the shop now that we're like you know 45 minutes into the conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah top of the notes what's going on in the shop yeah i just uh the 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 biggest thing at the moment is we like one of the biggest problems i've got in there now we've got two two vehicles where the the customers have supplied parts oh. and we're on the third attempt now with, with aftermarket parts and it's sort of like you know we're willing to help of course and we don't want you to have to spend unnecessarily if you, yeah. if you can help it but we we get to that awkward conversation where we say look we've only charged you once for the labor and we've done the job three times what do we do we need yeah. to they, we either supply you the right part or i'm sorry you're going to have to pay what you owe and, and yeah. take the car away because we can't keep doing it because yeah. it's not even the matter of taking the parts on and off in this instance it's the thermostat housing and one of the pipes that connects onto it on a bmw thank you whoever invented this <laughs> there was a, there was a smart idea at the time and it hasn't held yeah, the test well, of time. Yeah, it's just like it's not perfectly made, the housing, so the pipe mm. doesn't quite seal on it. And, okay. you know, three times we've tried and it's it's not having it. So we've, we've got that awkward, oh, well. And it's the same on, we're doing uh, just doing a couple of repairs on an air-cooled um, combi van. And the intake manifold cracked. Uh -uh. So as we took it off, it was cracked and it fell apart. So we said, look, we either need to get a new one or we're going to try and weld it, but it's not ideal. Yeah. Because if the surface isn't perfectly straight, the rest of the manifold won't bolt on. Right. Well, we'll try and weld it then because I don't want to wait. And then in taking it to their welder for them to do because our <sighs> welder wouldn't touch it, Yeah. they've lost, lost the stud out of it. There we go. So now I can't bolt the thing back on anyway. It's like, great. <laughs> So these things just happen, you know, it's just part of it. We'll yeah. get there. But there's there's plenty of stuff going on. We've not had any any major disasters. There's there's every now and again the odd interesting thing to do. We've got a head gasket to do on an Austin Healy, which was ongoing mm -hmm. at the minute. Okay. And that's an old thing that, that always turns heads in us. Plenty of admirers. But it's, it's relatively normal stuff. Plenty of people doing what they should, I think, a lot of people are catching up now with mm. servicing that they maybe put off last year when yeah. they were unsure about money. I and got, stuff. I got one of those. I got a, you know, nothing, nothing major, but I got a, I got one of, one of the, uh, one of the Jeeps needs to come in just for a service. And I'm thinking yeah. probably needs brakes. <laughs> I mean, not that it needs them because I'm not really driving it, but I, it just, I was thinking, yeah, probably need to check the brakes and actually probably need to check the transmission engine mount because 
it, it, it idles a little rough. Yeah. And I'm going, it's like, but my other one doesn't. So I'm going, the only thing that would make it idle like that is one of the mounts that probably has been cracked for quite a while because it's been doing this for quite a while. And, uh, you know, little things, it's just like, probably got to get this in and get it just, you know, it's just time to do it because yeah, it's going to catch up with me eventually. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's all about, it's, it's all about getting it done while it's a minor issue yeah. rather than doing it when it's, uh, there's consequential damage or there's, yeah. there's other things that have been affected by it because we've put it off for a while. And look, we, we understand that that's like, say we're getting a lot of people in at the minute that are catching up from the year before. And, yeah. you know, somebody called me and said, uh, 90,000 service on a X trail. It was a Nissan of some description yeah. anyway. That's, I can't remember exactly because I wasn't really that interested, but it was a <laughs> Nissan. And that's the point I just went. But uh, they, they wanted to do a 90K. I was like, that's relatively minor. Oil and filter and a good inspection, you'll be yeah. fine. Oh, yeah, but we didn't do the 80. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so it's not only is it overdue, but you've also missed a more major service. Yeah. And that creates a problem. Yeah. Because then you've got two services in effect. Less the oil, I suppose, to pay for. But really, we should be flushing that out. Because twenty k on a on any engine oil, regardless of the brand and how good it is, is, is a lot in this climate. Man, I mean, if there's one thing I do, is I'll just drop into the Enoch Epco station and yeah. say, "Guys, change up my oil." And yeah. I watch them. Like I'm down there with them, like because I don't want the guy doing any fun, you know, funny stuff. Not that they would, but it's like, oh, hold on, what are you doing there? Yeah, yeah I'm putting, I'm putting back in your oil thing. What, what are you doing with that silicon tape? Yeah. No. So I don't want to leak. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. So, but exactly. you know, it, at least change the oil. <laughs> That's yeah. at least it's uh, the least you can do. It just, it's just, it's a sort of minimum requirement. You know, yeah. it's, it's all about, and, and people hear it. People understand it. Yeah. And you can't help it. You drive by the places that do them every day. Like it's, there's no excuse. It takes 15 minutes. If that, yeah. If the guys are fast. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it takes no time. Yeah, I mean it's it's very important. There's 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 a lot of aspects to a service yeah. that that go beyond, of course, the oil and filter. Well, no, then the, I mean I, there's all the other stuff. And I when those guys, I had a guy yesterday filling up with gas. Oh, you better put some cleaner and look at your gas cap. It's dirty. I'm going, what? <laughs> it's like, oh no, it'll help this. It's like, yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> My whole yeah. car is dirty. Take a look at it. It's not going to do anything, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've not even got. I've not even got windows in it, mate. Come on. Oh no! I picked picked up the car from the valet the other day. Three valet guys come running when I drive up. Bring back the car after they pick up. Love your car, sir. <laughs> I'm looking around. You know the Bentleys and the Mercedes. And which car do they want to drive down and park? Mine. Yeah, because they, they can, like, you can see everything out of it. They're not yeah. going to curb the wheels, they're, yeah. you know, and they're, they're like, yes. Yeah, Plus, this is fun. There, there's no windows. They're out over at Big Red while you <laughs> sat by the pool or whatever. That's it. It's like, yes. I always say to them, hey, if you want to take it for a spin, feel free. <laughs> it's like, Let it's me know like, if you think there's something wrong with it. Yeah, like, give me a rundown on it since you drive a lot of cars. Hey, we, I, I did a, uh, so uh, one of our customers, he was a new customer at the time, but he, he and his wife are expecting their third baby mm. and she's due sort of, day after tomorrow or something and you know what it's like here well uh -huh. due date we'll we'll get you injected with this nice little serum and and the baby will be on its way sort of thing they know they don't mess around they don't leave it to nature necessarily but baby's due in a few days they live in a really really busy community and they want to be sure that they're protected from the next crazy child that jumps out in front of the car right 
so they want some dash cams fitted. Ah. They're police approved now and they're insurance approved okay. now, so there's no grey area on it. You can have them. Just tell the insurance you've got them. So they had the cameras, they just wanted them fitted. So it's like, okay, I'll pick the car up. You've got another car. I'll yeah. take the one. In case you need to go to the hospital, you can go in the other car. When this is done, I'll bring it back and I'll swap round and take the other one and yeah. bring it back. Anyway, so I get in the car and it's a Terramont. Okay. I'm thinking, yeah, like these things, great. Yeah. It's not a proper VW. It was made in America and it's a little bit watered yeah. down, but it's, yeah, okay. it's a but, VW. Yeah. Get in the car, 13,000 kilometers on this thing. Not had its first service yet. Service due, like, comes on 1,700 kilometers yeah, to go. Okay. The customer knows about it. Yeah. I'm driving, gets the first sort of cobbled bit of road, and the front suspension sounds like it's hanging off. <sighs> 13,000 kilometers. That's wrong. Now, I counted on the way back in because of how bad the suspension was. Yeah. There was 12 speed bumps on the way into their house from the main road, let yeah. alone what I had to do to get to them. So you're probably talking every day they're doing 15, maybe 20 speed Are bumps. Are they going over them at full, full board, do you think? Each way. I don't know. I don't know. And the car's in the warranty, so I, I didn't do yeah. anything. I literally fitted the dash cam, and it was a non-invasive procedure, if you want to call it that. It was yeah. literally blank fuse hole, new pin in the back, fitted, done. Yeah. No problem. And goes in and goes out without damaging any of the systems on it so the warrant is, remains intact just said to the customer when I took it back I said look I'm just telling you this because it's due for service anyway and you need to tell them about this but the suspension's really bad and now I'm thinking to myself that's 13,000 kilometres now there's always going to be a bad one yeah there's always going to be something that's gone wrong on the production line or, yeah. or something that's gone wrong with the part supply for the suspension bushes but it sounded to me like the dampers Really? At 13,000? That's not great. But if you every journey out and every journey in, you're doing 15 yeah, speed bumps. That's it. Yeah, for sure. And who knows how fast, I mean, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, my, my wife has been known to hit speed bumps at, you know, Mario Andretti <laughs> speed. So it's like, I've been inside. It's like, whoa. Well, I come in the car today that we've done a big suspension repair on. And that, I mean, that's the mother of all speed bumps out there. Oh man. Yeah. You know, that's why there's no yeah. Ferraris in there. The only reason yeah. there's a Lamborghini there is because you can lift the front end of those with a button inside. The Ferraris aren't getting over it. And it's like, I saw so I came in the Jeep and I was like, yes, I can get over that and, yeah. and give it a real good test. And, and I'll come in the car. That's a couple of times up and over there. Because, I mean, that is a, that is a beast. Of it's, people. it's huge. I, the, and I always, it's a great test on the suspension, especially in, you know, in the old, old Wranglers, because you not only do you have the dampers, the shocks, but you have that arm thing, yeah. whatever that's called, the arm. I have no idea what it does. You've got a few, you've got, you've got a few suspension. I mean, the, the, the biggest. And one of those in mine needs to be that. I think you've actually, you actually signed on that one said, Hey dude, you got a crack on, on that the list that. last time. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the things that needs to be done because you, you notice it when you go over a bump, the way that it's traveling that the, this, this you know, this arm clearly uh, not traveling as it should. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's very difficult to, it's very difficult to come across sincere when you're trying to sell, when you're trying to tell somebody something which you ultimately have to charge them for. Yeah. Do you, do you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's hard for me to say, look, it's obviously we've known each other for a long time. If I can sit and say to you, James, look, this is what's wrong with the car and we really should fix it. Yeah. And you'd probably take my advice. I'm going to say, gonna say to do it. That if it needs it's to be very fixed, hard, fix it. Especially as a young business where we're trying to get new 
customers, a lot of our customers are new and they've never met me before or they've yeah. never been to us before. And, and we have a situation where, hang on, you only came in for a service and you're telling me there's an extra 2K that I need to spend on it. And a lot of the time it's prevention, you know, yeah. it's trying yeah. to prevent a bigger problem down the line. Yeah. So, so, that, so the you know, full circle back, prevention time, get things checked now. Yeah, which is what, you know. Because it's going to start to get warm. So make sure, hey, are your tires okay? Is your air conditioning okay? Is your cooling system okay? Are your brakes okay? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you get your your services. Make sure all those big systems are working. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I see it every day. It's, I, I'm seeing more and more vehicles on tow trucks because just heats up a little bit and the cooling system's not working well. Yeah. And away you go. Yeah. And you get caught out. And we saw one the other day. Again, I, and my wife was going, what are they doing? And folks had car broken down. And there were there were a number of people with the vehicle. And clearly they were on a phone to a recovery service. So I thought, okay, where they're good. And, but I thought, I don't all vehicles have to have that little reflective triangle in yeah. the, because they're putting a stone up on the, on the median. And I'm going, guys, you, you need to put that triangle up. That's why you put it. You walk back a hundred meters and put the thing up so people know. No, putting stones out, fire extinguisher out. I'm thinking, oh, you might need the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Keep that yeah. close to the car. That one close to the car, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the stone was, you know, sand colored brown. I'm going, it's all <laughs> excellent. <laughs> See that one. There. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. Yeah. But no, it's it's really important to get that done. Yeah. There we go. It's easy. Yeah. Prevention better than the cure. Yeah. Glad you're busy though. I mean, that's the other side. Yeah, it's busy. It's it's a matter of one of the things that you can never predict is what you're going to find when you're doing a bigger job. You're stripping a lot of things right. down, and then you say, ah, "I couldn't see that before." Yeah. Or in removing the part that we're changing, we find there's another issue, or there's something consequential from this, or there's something mm. that's actually caused. It's this. always my biggest nightmare. <laughs> you yeah. take something out. Oh, gonna have to do something here with your your you know, cooling system, the rad. Oh no. It's like going to the doctors, right? For, yeah. for a well-man checkup thing. Oh, I feel all right. Why do I want them to go and tell me I've got X, Y, and Z wrong? Because I know for a fact there'll be something you can find. Yeah. And, it, and it's the same with a car. You know, we, we don't have, there's no way to know until we yeah. are in there. Yeah. We can see most of it. You know, there's a, there's an S6 in there at the minute where it's got an oil leak from the front crankshaft um, oil seal. But once we've taken it off and, and cleaned it up and changed the seal, we can also see a leak to the side of it from the balance shaft oil seal. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, there, and, and then the car's on the lift immobilized. Right. The front end's off the car. And that part's a day order. We didn't know. Yeah. You know, you can't just order everything for the car just in case you need it because we have to pay for that. So it's, um, it always happens. You, you can never be sure. And you try and give customers time windows and, 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 and prices, but they're always an estimate because yeah. there's always a, there's always something that we could find and invariably we do end up finding or needing to replace. Now, yeah. often on stuff that we're familiar with, we can say, oh, there's a chance that this is going to be the problem. And we remember last time we ended up changing this right. and that, but it doesn't always, mm. you know, cars always give you something that, that will shock you. Yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. inevitably there's an interesting one also yesterday i was watching uh, a tow truck corner and i think it was cornering too fast you ever seen any vehicles fall off a tow truck no but i was i've had a vehicle delivered to me that wasn't strapped down well that's it i was because then, then i see them going around and i'm looking and i'm noticing and it, i don't because you often get vehicles delivered to me and that guy straps them down and ties them down yeah. like he's he's doing the job but i was watching one the other day no, not strapped down. Like it was just sitting on there. And I'm thinking, yeah, 
This is dangerous. Yeah, we've had one where the car got delivered to us on an insurance recovery truck and they'd obviously slammed the brakes on in an emergency braking situation and it hadn't been tied down and it had slammed the front of the car into the back of the yeah. cabin of the of the truck, hit the winch and damaged the bumper and cracked the grill and number plate had fallen off and all that stuff. Plus the damage that it had done to the to the total, which wasn't my concern <laughs> happily. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's I I don't I don't know why you would do it as the driver. What's yeah. it takes literally thirty seconds to to ratchet strap the one of the wheels down. Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. total yeah. sense. Yeah, it's craziness. Got some other stuff I wanted to talk about, um, and and it was just basic stuff. I'm looking. I'm, I'm mindful of the time as your your phone is ringing as well. And yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's uh, all right. That's usual. One of the one of the ones I was I'm just interested in as we start talking about and you you kind of brought it up with the with the Audi the the whole issue of all these seals and preventative maintenance so you know you've got oil seals transmission seals seals on dampers seals on gearboxes I know that the shocks and dampers same thing you can't really replace those seals but is is there does it make sense to preventatively go in every 100,000 kilometers and do a big seal change? Is that something that happens or is it just prohibitive in cost? Yeah, one of the problems, as you mentioned there with some things, that the seals aren't replaceable. A lot of these mm. things aren't serviceable. So, you know, it's for an example of a damper, you, unless it's an aftermarket one that is a serviceable one, you, right. you can't service them. So you change the dampers. So it's a matter of just wait until they fail. Yeah. And on some vehicles, they never will. You'll have them for 30 years and they'll never fail. And some I want five, that vehicle. <laughs> I want the one that lasts 30 years. Yeah, it's just one of those things that... that Went through my fourth set on my vehicle. Yeah. Maybe yeah. fifth. <laughs> Speed bumps, heat, uh, yeah. dust. Yeah. You know, and on things like the gearbox and the transmission, and, and you know, the best thing you can do to stop those failing is to use the car. Right. Keep the oil circulating around, mm. keep the transmission warm keep the oil flowing change the oil regularly so it doesn't get too many contaminants in it just to help keep those seals supple and stop them hardening too much by not being used and then they shrink a little bit and then right. oil starts to leak out of them because once that happens that you're that's done for the end of it yeah and i've been i've been in a situation where we've changed a um front main oil seal on a transmission and the technician is they've removed the seal with the with the sleeve has damaged the casing of the <sighs> transmission. Not necessarily something they knew they'd done or could have avoided at the time and then they put the new seal in and it nicks the new seal on the way in. So right. then it goes back in the car and then the car's still leaking and it's got to come back out again. Now, you know, something you have to account for. There's always going to be human error, there's always going to be an yeah. issue there. But that then becomes what what was a few hours work it's a few days because then you've yeah. got to change the casing or have the casing repaired in that case we changed the casing it was just a bell housing and then we changed it but it it's not these things will always happen there's always yeah. that potential i mean the best thing on any kind of with ac it's the same seals that fail it's yeah. just to use the system just to keep the car running yeah. that's why we say if you're leaving the car parts you know if people do get to travel in the summertime this year get somebody to use your car for you every couple of days yeah even if it's just 10 kilometers up to temperature and, and round the block and what have you, it'll save so much trouble down the line. And, and I'm pretty sure, apart from the obvious things like we've talked about a lot of people living in communities with speed bumps and the yeah. heat here and the dust and everything else, 
one of the massive factors on car maintenance here is the fact that a lot of people here are immigrants. Mm. We're, we've all migrated from another country and yeah. we all travel for extended periods home every year. Yeah. And the cost of flights prevents us being able to go for a week every few months. We go once a year and do the tour of the family for 25, 30 days. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what people do. And, and, and leaving a car for that amount of time is, is difficult for the car to actually come back from. And you will have always this rush. And that's why I know for a fact, if people do travel this year, August is going to be a quiet month. Mm. But September is going to be boom time. Yeah. Because people are coming back to, oh, my seat doesn't work, my battery's dead, <laughs> yeah. my tyres are vibrating all over the place, I've got oil leaks that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Because the cars haven't been used. And and for me, with the time I've been here and the problems that we see here, it's, it's down to, as I say, the obvious, but the, the things that people don't necessarily think is a problem is the fact that the cars aren't used. Mm. You know, you see, you see older cars and it's got 20,000 kilometres on it. You think, wow. That's the one to buy. It's not it's yeah. on the one that's got a hundred thousand on at the same age because that's been driven and used, and all the problems that it was going to have have been fixed. Right, and all the problems that it shouldn't have aren't going to be there because it has been driven and used. Mm. So engines never want to be turned off. Cars, suspension systems always want to be moving when they're sat and they're sat static in all the weights on a certain particular spot. That's no good for them. Mm. Interesting, yeah. Glenn. You know what? It's time that we uh, pack things up, put Let's down the go. garage door, and we'll uh, we'll pick up this conversation because it's rocking and rolling. Thank you very much, though. As always, no, thank very you. informative, educational, and entertaining. All coming to you in, in nice. one nice, nice package. Glenn Power, PowerX Automotive, the podcast version. And of course, you can watch it too. We do have bits and pieces up on YouTube. So keep following us and we'll talk to you again really soon. We're coming to you from the Rolf Hotel downtown Dubai's podcast studio. Thank you very much.